Okay, everybody. Uh, Doug here, solo in the studio, and I wanted to do a quick podcast on uh, Clint Eastwood's 2018 film, The Mule. Uh, Clint uh, produced and directed this movie, and this is also written by Nick Shank, uh, who uh, many of you remember also wrote the screenplay for Gran Torino for Clint Eastwood. Um, the movie is a, uh, a drama with some significant elements of comedy that follows Earl Stone, um, essentially a 90-year-old a man who, uh, through a series of events, becomes a drug mule, uh, transporting large amounts of cocaine across country in his pickup truck. Much of this is conveyed to the viewer in the trailer, and I'll talk about the trailer in just a minute. Um, the The film is based uh, almost entirely on a New York Times Magazine article called uh, The Sinaloa Cartel's 90-Year-Old Drug Mule. The article was uh, written by um, Sam Dolnick in 2014, and it details um, the life of a real-life uh, drug mule Leo Sharp. Um, and as I said, the, the film follows the article quite closely, uh, less so with regards to Leo's personal life, more so with regards to his uh, professional activities, shall we say. Uh, the article, the New York Times article, even though it's a couple years old, um, it is uh, very easy to find online. And if you're interested in the film or you see the film, I recommend reading the article, though I would recommend reading it afterwards. One thing that's really striking to me about this film is... Um, that the trailer is very different than the film. And I will not lie to you, um, I was expecting something completely different than what was actually delivered on screen from the, the way the trailer was portrayed. The trailer is portrayed as a, a story of intense danger and deep, deep regret on the part of the protagonist who talks about how he, he put his family second and his job first in the trailer. And the trailer is filmed highlighting a traffic stop with a police officer and a drug-sniffing dog. Um, while these themes and these scenes are all in the film, the actual tone of the film is much, much different and, and in many ways much lighter. There are significant elements of comedy to this film. Um, just to back up a little bit, uh, on this podcast we've spoken before about several Clint Eastwood movies, and I think it's clear to the listeners that I... I like and respect Eastwood tremendously, and I was really looking forward to this. I feel like there were a couple of big movies this year that I looked forward to that kind of let me down, and I was hoping to finish the year with a good uh, Clint Eastwood movie. And I will say that I did really enjoy this. I mean, I like Clint Eastwood. I like his style. I have said before that I believe that he understands America in a way that a lot of directors don't. And he is able, at age 88 to put together um, a, a solid uh, and very, very engaging and watchable film. Um, he teams up again in this film, not just with his screenwriter Nick Shank, but also with Bradley Cooper, who plays a DEA agent who's looking for a big score to advance his career. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne and Michael Pena, Pena play um, DEA agents who have relatively modest parts. Um, uh, Diane Wiest plays his uh, ex-wife from whom he is deeply estranged and uh, Andy Garcia turns in a small role as a cartel um, drug lord. Um, there are some good uh, smaller bits in this as well. Allison Eastwood, uh, Eastwood's daughter in real life, plays his daughter in the film. 
And um, Vera Farmiga's sister, uh, Thaisa, I may be pronouncing that wrong, uh, plays um, Eastwood's granddaughter. And a lot of the movie sort of shifts back and forth between his his drug uh, his drug carrying runs. Uh, with uh, his attempts to reconcile with his family, who we are told uh, he has not really had much contact with in 12 years. There are a couple of scenes of him attempting to reestablish ties with his family where he is sharply rebuffed. And, for example, his daughter, his grown daughter, wants nothing to do with him. And there is this, again, said over and over, paralleling the trailer a little bit, that he just always find, found time to do other things and be away and out of the house uh, and wasn't really a, a part of the family when he was married to the Diane Weist character. <clears throat> um, as I said, there is quite a lot of comedy in this, and you can tell very much that this is written by the same person who wrote Gran Torino, and there are some similar themes to it. You know, as in Gran Torino, here we see Eastwood playing a much older individual who is struggling with the changing world around him. In Gran Torino, it was the change in his Detroit neighborhood uh, and its repopulation with Hmong Vietnamese. In this, um, it is it is Eastwood's character struggling with the, the fact that he is so much older than everyone around him and everyone else's priorities seem alien or backwards or upside down to him. Um, he There are several scenes that make uh, humorous... Uh, there are several scenes that make fun of the fact that he is completely ignorant of cellular phone technology. He has no idea what texting is, let alone how to do it. Yet that's an important skill for a, a drug mule in 2018. Um, uh, he he lectures young people around him about how they should live their life. Um, he has uncomfortable encounters with uh, a lesbian biker gang as well as uh, many of the Latino characters who are almost universally gang members in this film. Um, there's just sort of a lot of that that is mostly made as comedy and a chance for Eastwood to sort of mouth off and play the I'm an old man so I can say anything that I want and it doesn't matter anymore shtick. And I have to tell you, I like it, and it works. And again, I think that not everybody could pull this off, but I think Eastwood could pull us off. I think that some viewers may find this grating or a little too much if they're not already fans of Eastwood. Like, if you haven't seen Gran Torino or you haven't been watching Clint Eastwood movies for the last, oh, I don't know, half of a century, um, and this is new to you, you may find that this is a little off-putting. But I will not lie to you, I liked it. And I can tell you that the audience I saw it with liked it very much as well. I will tell you, um, I'm middle-aged. Uh, I don't say my age on the podcast, but I'm middle-aged, and I think I was the youngest person in the theater when I saw this film. So the older audience definitely uh, knew where Clint was coming from and enjoyed the humor very much. Um, there's also a lot of drama as well. I mean, uh, we are taken to see many times that he has essentially completely alienated and estranged himself from his family. Um, and he recognizes this to the point where he's telling other people around him potentially how to avoid his mistakes. One of the best scenes in the movie is where he uh, sits down with Bradley Cooper in a diner. Cooper, the DEA agent, has no idea that uh, Eastwood is the drug mule that he is so desperately hunting for. And they have a long conversation about putting family first and how it has to be prioritized. Possibly the best scene in the entire film. Um, 
There's also a lot of drama to this, though. I mean, despite the comedy bits, the movie is about a 90-year-old man who's driving cross-country with large amounts of cocaine in his car, his fear of being caught and arrested, his fear of being murdered by the cartel over the slightest you know, infraction of their rules or, or saying the wrong thing to the wrong gang member. Um, he does the first few drug runs by himself, and then after a while he has essentially a minder who is a sort of mid-level cartel person who wants nothing less than to babysit this 90-year-old man. Um, Their relationship, which could have been played for laughs, is not. Their relationship is largely uniformly tense. Um, I think that this is not Eastwood's best outing, but that is not really much in the way to detract from this movie. I mean, when you've made Unforgiven, Gran Torino, um, Million Dollar Baby... Uh, Sully, all these, all these giant movies, just and the ones I'm listing are just in the last, you know, fifteen, twenty years. Um, you know, if this isn't your best outing, I think that's fine. Again, I thought this was very solid, and I was interested from top to bottom. Um, I won't give away the ending, both in terms of his drug career or his attempts to reconcile with his family, but let's just say that uh, they don't really leave any of the threads. Uh, loose and everything is tied up. I wouldn't say that it's tied up with a bow. It is kind of a messy ending and you're sort of left wondering um, exactly you know, how well the, the main character sleeps at night given all the events that we see. But they do wrap up the entire story uh, quite well and I liked it. Um, I think reviews that I've read on this have been kind of mixed. I think sometimes people expect Clint to only be one way and I think when he goes in other directions... Uh, people have a harder time with it. And I think maybe people were expecting more of the Clint Eastwood we saw in Gran Torino, whereas this is, although a little bit of a similar character, not really the same. Um, I think maybe some of the reviewers had too high expectations from uh, both Eastwood, given the subject matter, his age, and the trailer. And again, I think that I was really expecting a different movie based on the trailer than the one I got. Um, definitely worth a look. I uh, I wonder and worry if this is going to be Eastwood's last film, they sort of hint in the trailer that it's possible, or maybe that was just to play up the the movie to get you to go see it. He is 88 years old, I believe. um, And I guess at some point he's going to stop making movies. I certainly hope that this is not his last film. And I think that given some of his recent outings, Sully, the 1517 to Paris, Uh, And this, I mean, he has shown the world that he still has what it takes to put together an extremely good film. But again, you know, his Wikipedia page does not clearly show that there's another project forthcoming. So I don't know. I hope that this isn't Clint's last film. Um, I will wrap there. I don't want to give away too much. But if you have any interest in this film based on the trailer or if you're an Eastwood fan or you're just looking for something a little bit different, I would definitely recommend checking this out. Not his best work again, but uh, a really good solid outing and definitely worth a watch. Thanks, everybody.